That beat could get me through Halloween night. Like, if I need to be out on Halloween and people are trying to scare me, I could deal with it if I had that beat in my head. This is nice and spooky. Yeah, this is a legendary beat right here. Hour number three on a Thursday. Who is it, Zay? Missy Elliott, I Can't Stand the Rain. Ah. Timberland beat. 90s, 97, around there. And if it's an I Can't Stand the Rain um, sampling, that's Tina Turner. Yeah. From back in the 80s. That's one of my favorite Tina songs. Sexy-ass song. I can't stand the rain. (laughs) That's the song, by the way. That song live is the moment I fell in love with Tina Turner. Really? It wasn't What's Love Got to Do With It. It wasn't, you know, Nutbush City Limits. It wasn't uh, Proud Mary. It wasn't any of that stuff. It was I Can't Stand the Rain. They had the rain coming down in the background, uh, like, a, like, a, like on the curtain almost, had a little image of the rain coming down and the song and the sax solo and everything. Oh, my God. Tina slinking out all over that stage, yeah, talking she, about she couldn't stand the rain. and Yeah, yeah, she, she was different. <sighs> she didn't need no Ike. No, she did not. That she could do it on her own. She definitely could. Yeah, that was uh, that was good stuff. I got to see just in weird lucky circumstance. I got to see the private dancer tour and uh, and see Tina. That was awesome. All right, so um, we start out with a little uh, Missy Elliott beat. There, we've had some good music on the show. We'll continue to do that. We've got why today matters coming up. At uh, 2.30, and it will include uh, a couple of controversial birthdays and a non-controversial national day that everybody will want to celebrate. But first, let's get to uh, some football stuff. Let me remind you, Terry Blacks and Lockhart, that's where Rod and Hard is going to be tonight. Uh, tonight, Coming up at 3, uh, all the way till 7, get on out there and see them. Longhorn Weekly, followed by Longhorn Blitz Podcast Replay on 104.9. You got Vandegrift on 101.9 and AM 1260, 7 o'clock kick. 105.3 The Bat, it's LBJ, 7.30 kick there. Best of luck to Cedric Alexander going after that rushing record. Sorry, all you Crockett folks. We're re- I'm not saying the game necessarily, but I we kind of want him to get the record around here. Yeah, be kind of sure. fun to see 28 get that record. So that's what we're hoping for on that side of things. We will let the game determine itself and see what happens. That Crockett quarterback's going to have something to say about it. He's having a great year too. All right, uh, a lot of stuff going on there let's get into some college football discussion each and every week about this time we are able to hook up with the one and only brian jones so here we go let's go to the vaqueros cafe and cantina hotline and have one of our favorite conversations of the week it is brian jones of cbs sports of course the big one this week is the 230 on saturday and that is your tennessee georgia matchup brian jones how are you my men, I am outstanding, <laughs> marvelous, baby. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's been a, a marvelous year of college football. There's been a lot of interesting stories, but now we've built up to this Tennessee Georgia game. I know a lot of people in SEC country would have loved to have a one-two. The committee says it's a one-three, but it's still going to be a hell of a game, man. You, that you guys have uh, two thirty uh, that that great CBS slot on Saturday. So, give us your thoughts here, dogs and Vols. We, we might uh, Saturday still say it's one two. They may have did that just to slight us, you know. Yeah. Like they slighted uh, TCU. We oh, they did that. TCU bad, B. Jones. They oh, did them bad. Did them dirty man, <laughs> did them dirty. Uh, I, I tell you what, I, I like Tennessee in the ball game. A uh, couple of reasons: Hooker at quarterback, Hyatt, and what he's been doing. Now you add back into the mix Cedric Tillman. 
and it didn't matter if Cedric Tillman was in handcuffs. <laughs> they were going to throw the rock to him. He and Hendon Hooker, man, they had such a rapport before he got injured. Uh, it, it was just amazing to watch the film. And, and defenders could be draped all over him. The ball was going to him regardless. So uh, see if we could, they can get back in sync the way Hyatt and Hooker are currently. They can run the rock as well with Jabari Small. And defensively, they played much better versus Kentucky than I envisioned, holding them to six points, getting some big uh, interceptions in that ball game. But they've seen this defense before. This is the identical defense that Alabama runs. It's just different players out there, of course. And we know Georgia has some good ones. They'll be out. Their outstanding backer, Nolan Smith, uh, that, that's going to hurt a little bit. But Tennessee's defense is playing much better. Holding Kentucky to six points, uh, that was amazing. Uh, and, and they've gotten better. And, guys, I liken it sort of to, to LSU. Back in 2019, the offense was rolling from the get-go. And that defense eventually caught up with them. They had some individual pieces that were number one picks in the uh, subsequent NFL draft, but collectively they started playing better later down the, down the, 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 the further you got down the road. Uh, and and that, I'm seeing that happen here with Tim Banks charges on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, but it's going to be a hell of a football game, I believe, a high-scoring affair. Tennessee's averaged 30 points in their last 11 uh, games and, and I don't believe Georgia's allowed that in their last ten ball games. Bama was probably the last one in that SEC championship game. So uh, I'm, I'm expecting a high scoring game, a lot of fireworks. B Jones, what about this game down there in Death Valley with LSU and Bama? You know, Bama they need this to stay in the national championship hunt. But Brian Kelly's team looking pretty good right now. Bryce Young versus Jalen Daniels, heck of a matchup. But I think Bama's defense might be too good. What do you like about this matchup? I'm with you. I'm with you there. That being said, uh, LSU's defense got to be able to stop Bryce Young. They won't. They can't cover these young budding receivers. Not consistently. Uh, they're for LSU. Uh, I mean, Auburn can't spell passes, I told you previously. And they had 337 throwing on, on LSU. And Ole Miss was just under three bills when, when LSU knocked them off. So can they keep up with Bama in the scoring department? Can they keep Jaden Daniels uh, upright? And his wheels is going to have to play a huge part in, in accomplishing uh, that objective. And they've got to go on some sustained drives, man. But you can't kick field goals. You've got to kick, t- uh, make touchdowns if you're going to beat Bama. They've got the firepower at quarterback and at the receiver position with Booty and those other guys. Uh, but th- they have to hold serve each and every time they have that rocket. And, and, and they've got to steal a possession or two uh, if possible. But I think Bama wins the game. But LSU is emerging. And, th- and this is why Brian Kelly left. Notre Dame. You couldn't get these type of guys not, mm. uh, you know, not all together there at, at uh, Notre Dame. He may have had one or two, but not as many studs as he has in all these different positions, especially the wide receiver position as he possesses there at LSU. So this is the type of game uh, he needs to win. I don't think he wins this one, but in the future he will win. They're about a year away. But uh, we'll see. That should be another fabulous affair as well, guys. But Alabama's just too strong offensively, I think. 
Talking with Brian Jones of CBS Sports. All right, Brian, we hit a couple of uh, some current SEC members. Let's go to a future SEC member. Your Texas Longhorns coming off of a bye week. They're headed to Manhattan. You know what that can mean. Uh, give us your thoughts on this team. You were one of the ones that had, you know, you had your, your doubts about the Oklahoma State matchup. You leaned towards Oklahoma State. You were right there. Where are you leaning this week? Uh, little Manhattan, until I see something different. You you taught me a long, long time ago, man, uh, the best predictor of future behavior is past behavior, and they've lost five straight true road, road games. Uh, so I know they're coming off a bye week. Uh, they, they score well in the first half of these true road games, 31 there at Oklahoma State, uh, was 24 at Texas Tech, and yet they don't do anything in the second half. Uh, so I don't know what's going awry in that second half, and hopefully it's been addressed during this bye week, they're the more talented team, no doubt. But that doesn't mean anything uh, after on that field. And if you watch Oklahoma State last week, I don't even know why they got on the bus because they looked horrible. <laughs> they were dropping balls. Sanders was throwing skip passes. And I said the other day, Anthony Rizzo couldn't pick them balls, man, what he was throwing. I mean, it was just woeful. I don't know what got into that cat, but – uh, Texas, I think, will play better. Yours will be better off having experienced that true road game experience there in Stillwater. And he even played better down the end of that, at the end of that ball game. I mean, the long run that was brought back and also the pass to Sanders that should have been caught. Uh, and that was the, the last nail in the coffin in an inning and an interception. So, uh, I think Texas will play better. They got to stop Deuce Vaughn. This is number one rushing offense in the Big 12, K-State. And they got to stop him. Now, Kansas State, while they're the last in the Big 12 in passing, Will Howard has elevated that part of the game with Knowles and, and, and Brooks at the wide receiver position. He had some other guys emerge last week versus Oklahoma State. So Texas can get it done, but until I see it, until I witness it, I can't, I, I can't go with my horns, man. I want them to win. My heart wants them to win, but I know that's a tough place to play. Y'all know it's a tough place to play, and I was shocked that – to find out we've beaten K-State five straight because they used to have Texas's number. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, this will be a, 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 a tough road game, and they can they can get it done, but I, I've got to lean K-State until I see something different. Yeah, B. Jones, I, I'm with you there. What terrifies me about this game is you don't know if Will Howard or Adrian Martinez is going to play, and the Horns, they will struggle with both. We've seen it this year with that defense. Here's the other thing that terrifies you. When you turn on the film, you watch K-State, they don't have a bunch of four and five stars over there, but they are fundamentally sound. If that's my gap, you're going to damn sure bet that that guy's going to be in his gap. Man, you watch these cats, they may be slow as molasses in the wintertime, but they can, they can get where they need to be. And that 91, that Uzuma, uh, that leads the, the league in, in, in sacks and second and ta- tackles for loss in the Big 12, 91, you better block him because he was running through double teams just like he was running through single guys trying to block him. So uh, it, they play smash-mouth football. Uh, they're going to be technique-wise, they're going to be sound. And they're not going to beat themselves more times than not. you, you got to beat them, man, and, and you're going to have to play four quarters. And they know big, bad Texas is coming in. And Coach Palmer was right in his press conference saying Texas and, and Sark, they do a great job of getting the ball to the playmakers. Well, you, you got to do it for four quarters. Get it to those playmakers, and those playmakers have to make plays. Yeah. 
B. Jones, Clemson versus Notre Dame. I can't believe Clemson is number four of the CBF rankings right now. They're the ones who are definitely hosing the team like TCU. But either way, Dabo has his team uh, playing against Freeman's team, and their defense is what makes that team. Who knows if we'll see Kate Klubnick. Who you like in this game? I'm going to go with Clemson, and Notre Dame has been running the rock great. What they did to Syracuse last week, they ran right through them, man. Uh, similar to, to uh, Quinshawn Jenkins and Ole Miss running through to uh, A&M. Sorry to bring that up, Chad. But at least I found a quarterback. <laughs> Y'all found a quarterback. You found a quarterback. It's amazing what you stumble upon in the darkness, man. I just, yeah. I, why hasn't that, that kid been playing? You see that in practice. I know you may not be going up. You know, playing with the ones, but you've seen that talent. That kid looked like a quarterback. He was on point. He, he, he was getting the ball out of his hand. The run, the wide receivers looked like they were running more crisp routes because they had confidence in the guy that was throwing it to him. That's that. We need to investigate that. Why he wasn't the starter a long, long time ago. Anyway, I digress. Oh. Clemson will win this ball game. We'll see if <laughs> DJ Uga. Uh, Damn, I can't even say his name. Who's the under or whatever it is? Yeah. Um, he, we'll see if he can stay the course and, and, and get past those uh, bad throws and turnovers he had versus Syracuse. If not, they know they can go to their bullpen and and, and pull Kovic out out of there, and he can get the job done. But Clemson's number seven rush defense, and Notre Dame's average, you know, about one eighty five, one eighty six, and I, I, we'll see if they can live with that running game or Drew Pine can make some hay passing the ball. I don't believe so, so I'm going to take Clemson. Brian, it's DJ Umbarella. Ella. 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 That's how you say his name. Okay, okay, okay Rihanna. <laughs> there, there you go. Hey, let's let, let's stay in that. <laughs> I had it mastered until I got on the damn radio with you. <laughs> you had your Uyunga Lale ready to go. I just say DJ U B Jones. I don't even try. I say DJ U. You know, I'm respecting Uwe him. Uwe Angelale. I got it. Uwe Angelale. I got it back. And just when you get that, there's an Anudike Uzoma at K State, yeah. and you're trying to figure right. all that out. Yeah, no, these Uzoma. Yeah, and his first name is Steely. I'm like, how the hell are you gonna have Felix? <laughs> yeah, Anudike Uzoma, and then your first name be Felix. Hey, you gotta have I mean, something. Come on. You gotta have something everybody can say. But these dudes are so good, we gotta learn how to say those names. Uh, they, <laughs> right? They, they're incredible. All right, so uh, we're talking with Brian Jones, CBS Sports. Brian, let's stay in the ACC. This Wake NC State game is now a ranked matchup. I know Zay's been kind of mm. on the ACC. He thinks that's the conference that the committee loves a little more than the Big Twelve, and the rankings would kind of tell us the that. Same basketball, B. Jones. The same basketball. Do you think that this Wake NC State game deserves that kind of love? After what Wake did last week, how about eight turnovers in the second half? Lord eight have mercy. In the second half, six sacks. <laughs> that Louisville defense was all over Sam Hartman. By the way, Aaron Taylor, my colleague, he has a man crush on Sam Hartman. Uh, we give him grief about that every week. Uh, no, I, I, to answer your question, no. In NC State, what do they have, two losses now? No, they lost to Clemson. I believe they have one other loss. Thank you, right. Uh, oh, they lost to Syracuse. Yep, yep. They lost to Syracuse, yeah. Uh, so no, I don't. I don't get that one. Uh, but quietly, look at old Mac Brown there, seven and one with UNC, seven and one, quietly leading. What is that the Coastal, the Atlantic? I get them screwed up. Y'all just got me all screwed up today. Uh, but don't don't blame oh, don't blame us because the ACC doesn't know how to name divisions. <laughs> like that's not my fault. They're in, they're in the Coastal, if I'm not mistaken. 
Oh my goodness, that's the, the biggest <laughs> piece of mess out there. That I, I I don't know. No, I wasn't as bad as what was it? Legends and leaders. Oh yeah, we can't do that. Yeah, don't do that one. Don't do that. That that was <laughs> that one was bad. You're right about Max Group though. I was surprised to see that they were seven and one. That's what we don't do enough of in college football. Brian is give a team a chance to have one or maybe even two losses. But like right now in North Carolina, the way LSU has played, there are some teams yep. that you know. Have uh, and heck, Oregon, the way they turned, I hey, forgot. They crept up on them. I forgot. They crept all, up on everybody. I forgot all about the Ducks except Bo their Knicks, except baby. their clothes when Georgia beat them. All right. I was all I was looking for was what are they wearing? But man, they've been they've been playing ball too. Boat racing uh, people since they were boat raced themselves by by Georgia, man. And, and this Bo Nix, I thought this dude was unfixable, and he goes up to to Oregon, and he's a totally different player. The player they had. Imagine they're at, at Auburn, and of course that didn't come to fruition. So yeah, hats off to them and what they've been doing. Still some uh, a couple big games left uh, for those guys. But yeah, you, 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 it's it's amazing some of these teams quietly under the radar, man, are going about their business. Not no, not so much Oregon with the way they handled uh, UCLA a couple weeks back, but definitely UNC. Yeah. Jones, what about the Cowboys, man? Jerry, of course, his cheap ass didn't make any moves during the trade deadline. <laughs> you know, hey, hey, I'm not surprised, not surprised one bit. But you think that's going to come back to haunt them, or you think they're good enough to make a run when December, January comes? Well, if, if they stay healthy and, and the way they can get at the quarterbacks, I think they'll they'll make a run. They got the big guy. Uh, was it Hankins? Hankins, yeah. Uh, yeah, Hankins. Uh, so I think that's going to help that that run defense. But if they stay healthy, uh, they lost someone in the secondary, didn't they? Just recently. Yes, jo- Jordan Lewis. Yeah, Jordan Lewis. Yeah. So that 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 hurts. But uh, man, we, time will tell. Uh, to tell you guys the truth, I haven't even seen much of their games lately. I didn't get a chance to really take in the uh, the Eagles game when I really wanted to watch. Uh, so I. My opinion would be uninformed uh, currently, uh, so uh, I, I'm just hoping for the best, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll try my uh, best to also tune in more so I can give you a more informed answer. Like you've ever let that stop you. <laughs> what is, come on, man. What, what are we talking about here? Don't ever – Brian, you know, never let knowledge get in the way of a good breakdown. I mean, come on. What? Never, ever let actual knowledge get in the way of a good breakdown. Just you just break it down. Yeah. You're good. Uh, that is Brian Jones, CBS <laughs> Sports. And remember, Saturday, 2.30, CBS, Tennessee at Georgia. It is going to be quite a show. Check out Brian and the crew before, during, and after. He's also at Jones and FAMO on Twitter if you're getting your follows together. Brian, we always appreciate it, man. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, guys. Hook them. Brian Jones, CBS Sports. Somebody texted in during the interview. Uh, hell, even if it is basketball, Big 12 is better than the ACC. Yeah, that's that's for true right now as well. You ain't lying about that. By the way, I'm just thinking about as I'm listening to Brian talk about these games, think about Tennessee, Georgia, Bama, LSU, and Texas K-State. All just classic uniforms. K-State doesn't get enough credit historically, I understand, but they never change. They've always been in that same uniform. Those three games have some – they're going to look great too. They're going to look nice and classy. Let's see if Texas can go up to Manhattan and live up to their uniforms, live up to the Icy Whites. <sighs> Nervous, man. Yeah, you Steve should Sarkeesian's be. Sarkeesian's record on the road. We know how bad it is. Can they overcome that? We'll see. But Deuce Vaughn, whether it's Adrian Martinez or Will Howard, 
K-State should have the formula to beat Texas. You have, as a Longhorn fan right now, what you have is that you have owned this team five times in a row. Jeff Howe came in here and told you how they did it. They ran the ball. That's what you do. You pack number five. You hope your defense does not give a ton up to 22. He's going to get his yards. You just hope you can go up there and outduel him. That should be the goal. It should be all on B. John Robinson and Roshan and that running back room. You guys are going to outduel him. You will do, th- he's going to do a lot. Y'all are going to do even more. That's what they need to be telling them the whole time. Yeah, I definitely didn't like Deuce Vaughn in his press conference this week talking about extra chip on his shoulder, especially through to the lack of recruiting that Tom Herman did when he was here yep. at Cedar Ridge. Right Tom, the, yeah, that's right why here. you don't have he's a right job. Here. That's why you don't have a job, Tom. Yep. That's why you got the boot because you thought a guy like that couldn't help your offense. Well, He's going to go in the NFL, and he's going to be kind of like a Derek Sporles type of guy. Yeah, he will. He will. He's going to have his chance. There's no doubt. All right, so more Texas K-State talk as we roll through the week. Up next, it's why today matters. A couple of birthdays that I think I can say the birthday, and then we move on, and maybe we won't get fired. We will see. Plus a national day that everybody's going to want to talk about. Stay with us. It's the Horn. All right, on a Thursday, look at you. You're serving up one I think I can get. At least I hope. If I miss this one, I'm in trouble if I miss yeah, this you, one, right? Yeah, it wouldn't be good. <laughs> yeah. This would be TLC, correct? That's right. Okay. T-Boss, Left Eye, and Chili. Mm, rest in peace to Left Eye. Which team uh, Which team were you representing back in the day? Uh, I like T-Boss. All, all three have legitimate yeah. discussions. Yeah, Left Eye, she was clearly an issue. She'll burn your house down, so she scared me. Uh, but in a good way. Yeah. But in a good way. I don't know if anything's good about that. <laughs> Uh, chili was cool, but yeah, T-Boz. Okay, you're a T-Boz guy. I was a chili guy. Okay. Yeah, I was a chili guy. And I and yeah, the left eye thing was scary. You've, <laughs> it really was. If you've seen the mo- movie Belly, then that might change your mind on being a T-Boz guy. Oh, she's I in see. that. And okay. She's with Nas in that movie, and that's she what, looks damn good. That's what movie. got you. That's what got me to the to yeah. the head of the head yeah. of the class there. Okay, fair enough. TLC joining in. You won't hear many shows go back to back. White Zombie TLC, uh, but that did happen. Technically, the Missy Elliott beat was in the middle, but TLC White Zombie Robert Palmer Edison Lighthouse. I can't believe that's the name of the band that does the uh, the Rosemary song. I didn't realize that. And Joan Jett and the Blackhearts all on the show today. We hope you are having a great Thursday. Remember, Terry Black's Barbecue in Lockhart, that's where Rod and Hard are going to be today. And we have a full lineup wherever you're listening tonight on 104.9. It's Longhorn Weekly with Sark, then Longhorn Blitz Podcast. Uh, on 101.9 and 1260, Vandergriff Viper fans, that's where you'll be for the last game of the year. 7 o'clock kick, 105.3 The Bat. 
LBJ, 7.30 kick. Obviously, by last game, I mean last regular season game. Both those teams are headed to the playoffs, no doubt. So Vandegrift, 7 o'clock kick, and then 7.30 kick for LBJ. Cedric Alexander going after that rushing record. That's on 105.3 The Bat. Talking a lot of Longhorns and K-State today. The word from Jeff Howe and Horns 24-7 earlier was that Ryan Watts is trending towards being able to play with his injury. That's good news. Anthony Cook and Jalen Gilbo, though, probably going to be a game-time decision in Manhattan. You'll just hope that with those cooler temperatures, they're able to get things uh, stretched out, warmed up, and ready to go because it doesn't look like it from the numbers, Zay, but Kansas State, even if it's Martinez, but specifically if it's Howard, the passing routes are going to be key, and covering these dudes in purple is going to be critical on Saturday night. Yeah, even though Ryan Watts is expecting to play, it always worries me when you hear about a hamstring injury, especially with a cornerback that's doing so much change of direction movements. But, you know, we'll, we'll see. You know, I, Jade Barron, I thought he took a step back last week, but that was a lot because he was out of position majority of the game versus Oklahoma State. Hopefully he get back to that nickel area where he's best used, and hopefully the Horns could somehow finesse a win with TCU coming in next week. I mean, even though they can't control their own destiny, if they win these four games, it gives you a very good shot of getting to the Big 12 championship. But one game at a time, coach mindset, coach speak, got to get this one. And this is a huge game for Steve Sarkeesian, especially with his road record. I give you two big dogs I'm looking for in this game. There's a famous game. I don't think Mac Brown's team ever got enough credit for it. They went to K-State one year, and I think it was 17-14, and Marcus Tubbs blocked a field goal to end the game. And they didn't get enough credit for the win. I thought it was a huge win at the time. Two guys on that line, Sorrell. Making big plays, I think, could be big. And big old snacks, let's have some frozen snacks. Let's have some popsicles. Let's have some frozen peas. Let's have, not peas, that's not a good snack. Let's have some. Yeah, man, let's get some ice cream. Let's have some, some ice cream sundaes. Let's have some banana splits. I want to see Big 99 making some plays. You get to wear the icy whites when you're there. So go make a play. If those guys can make big, big time plays, the health of the DBs won't matter as much. Get pressure on those quarterbacks. Rattle them. Get some turnovers. Yeah, and Kansas State, their offensive line, they're experienced, but they're not nothing to write home about. This ain't the one of the best offensive lines you're going to see. Mm-hmm. So hopefully this front seven could get pressure because that is the positive with this defense. Like you said, Baron Sorrell, Moro Ojimo, Travandre Sweat, hell, Alfred Collins. I thought he had a decent yes. game not too long ago. Come so. on, 95. Get those guys going, man. Byron Murphy, he's really stepped up as basically the best front-line guy that they have or the most consistent. So all those guys, if they make their mark on Saturday and get pressure on whether it's Will Howard or Adrian Martinez, hopefully that takes pressure off the secondary who's had troubles, especially in the middle of the field. And if we see that, then the Horns have a chance. Turnovers gained. Texas is 109th in the country. They've got to be better at that. And K-State's clean, as you would imagine. Turnover margin, they're 7th in the country. So uh, maybe something to keep in mind for that game. All right, let's get you a little bit of why today matters. Let's see if we can mention these birthdays and not get in too much trouble. Here we go. 
Why Today Matters, brought to you by Sinus and Snoring Specialists. Get sinus and snoring relief with Dr. Daniel Slaughter at Sinus and Snoring Specialists. 512-601-0303 or sinussnoringent.com. All right, I don't think either of these two want to get together and talk politics, but today is the 70th birthday of Roseanne Barr, and it is the 35th birthday of Colin Kaepernick. Both have been... A little controversial, depending on who you are. Just a little. Both have been involved in a little bit of controversy in these last few years. But happy birthday to both of those folks. Old school Colin Kaepernick? Nevada. Very good. Very good. Very good. Um, And he was – but you talk about running a conference. Wow. That was, I mean, his skill set was going to be good anywhere he played. The fact that he was at Nevada uh, in, in that conference was, was particularly impactful. So uh, happy birthday to those, uh, to those two. Yeah, we'll- I don't know where Roseanne went. Country yeah. USA, country college, I don't know. I don't know where she went either. I do not know about the college. They did do a, uh, on Dark Side of Comedy, they did a, a, an hour on her recently, if y'all want to check that out. Is uh, The Connors a good show? Um, or do they need Roseanne to keep things together my wife would tell you yes i kind of i ducked out after she was gone but my wife will tell you that she stuck with it and she really likes it and if you dig into it the a lot of those actors had problems with her even way back like she's been apparently she was causing problems um and and being a little tough to deal with maybe even way back in the day so um yeah we'll uh yeah, we'll leave that there. I like some yeah, of her I'm stuff. Yeah, I'm not surprised. That laugh that she had was mad annoying. I'd want to get her offset too. I dug the show back in the day, and I kind of liked that they rebooted and they were dealing with some, you know, talking some crazy stuff on the show. But uh, it did get a little wild and uh, and maybe cross some lines for folks. All right, so birthdays there. Kendall Jenner has a birthday today. Ooh, shout out Devin Booker, man. You're living good. 27 years old and has a type. Yeah, definitely has a type. Is that fair? Yeah, light skinned brothers who hoop. Wants to date an NBA guy and a talent. No, you can say it light skinned brother specifically. I will not say that, that part. No, yeah, Ben Simmons and who else? Blake Griffin and now Devin Booker. She has a very specific, <laughs> specific. NBA type. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, the one thing we will definitely talk about National Sandwich Day today. Give me the give me a key ingredient to a great sandwich. Um, type of mustard. The mustard's key? Yeah, the mustard's key. I'm a big condiments guy. The mustard, and it depends on the bread with the mustard. Bread's important. You can be bougie and go grape or palm. Sometimes I do spicy mustard. You know, sometimes I do Dijon, honey. Depends on the mood. But you got to have a right mustard to make the sandwich. Again, you know I'll be hating on mayonnaise people on here. Don't go with mayonnaise. Spice up your life. What about mayonnaise and mustard? We're combining it. Dijon. Some Dijon mayonnaise. Yeah. Do they make Dijon mayonnaise? Maybe some Bijan Robinson. Dijon mustard sauce. There you go. Get some in there. Yeah. (laughs) Can help it out. Uh, So, hey. It's not a coincidence that Bijan's not out here promoting mayonnaise. I know that. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, that says a lot. Yeah, the sandwich is a, a wonderful, glorious thing. My dad does not like sandwiches. It is one of his his faults. Uh, I've never understood that. But for some reason, sandwiches don't make sense to him. It does for the rest of the world. Today, Zay, it's also National Men Make Dinner Day. If your wife told you to make dinner tonight, could you pull it off? Um, no, I cannot. Take out. Fast food. You and I are so the stereotype, yeah. man. I'm, I'm in. Here's what I could do. Shout out to H E B. I could go to H E B. I could get one of those prepackaged deals with some protein and vegetables. I could come home. I could read the directions and I could get it heated up. Yeah, I could do that. That I can do. Yeah, but I ain't no Gordon Ramsay or anything. That's well, that hell no. Oh, I'd put it on the plate. We would have a wonderful presentation. <laughs> 
Tonight we are serving H-E-B salmon and broccoli. Yes. Yeah, it was on the resume and the application when I was looking for a woman that you better know I don't cook. Ah, okay. I am not in the kitchen. You so are. if you choose me, understand what you're working with. So you were rolling with that stereotype oh, out in front. Oh, yeah. Very <laughs> early. Very early. Don't look at me as a sex symbol that's going to cug like some Michael B. Jordan type stuff. That ain't happening. My, so. w- my wife knew right away. The first time we went to a grocery store together and she saw what I was buying for <laughs> myself, she realized, oh, I'm going to have to bring some skills. <laughs> yeah, that's who, that's who this guy is. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Frozen and, pizzas. Okay. Yeah, and thankfully she had the skills to bring. My wife is an incredible cook, uh, and I love so much of it. So, uh, yes, if I need to go to H-E-B and make some dinner tonight, honey, you let me know. But that's about the only way I can pull it off. Yeah. I can yeah. grill. I can grill. If I can go get the, I can do that too. I can go get the meat and we'll grill it up. But I, other than that, like, see now my wife, she's she can throw down too, but she be forgetting that I'm a brother sometimes, and I need a little bit of spice every now and then. That's all I gotta say. I love my wife. I love what she whips up, but I definitely, t- I definitely have the Tabasco slash hot sauce always ready and always prepared. So. Yeah, oh. yeah. You just love my wife. Does a great job. She means well. Works hard. But you know, sometimes a brother needs some spice in his life. That's just all I'm saying. Do you need to, like leave little notes like on no. a pillow or something? No, no. Huh? I just I'm just prepared. If you look at our fridge, I have all types of hot sauces, condiments, just because I know uh-huh. my wife. It, Sometimes it can be a little bland. I'm sorry, babe. I love you. I'm sorry. Honey, I love you're, you. You're Caucasian. It's just in your genes. It's, you, you can't help it. Honey, I'm sorry. I, honey, I love you. Have a great day. Uh, we will. I uh, can't wait for dinner tonight. P.S. I'm black. <laughs> <laughs> is that the note you're gonna leave? That is so wrong. That is so hey, wrong. Hey, 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 it's all good. But or do you just are you? Will you walk by with the bottle in your hand where she doesn't know it? You like give her a hug. Oh, did you have a good day? And you're like putting a little Tabasco <laughs> in, the, in the pot. I mean, she used to be offended, but then she understood. Like I took her through like the history of black people. Uh huh. And the wow. history of flavor. Well, that sounds like a fun yeah. dinner. <laughs> <laughs> How long does that take? Honey, sit down. Let me take you through the Don't history of say. black people before we have, before we have dinner. Come on, man. Hey, hey. She now she knows. <laughs> very now she's very informed. She's very informed. Now Mom, she knows. Very woke, as the kids say. Mom, I gotta call you back. I'm 35 years into the history of black people. I'll call you right back. <laughs> oh my God. We hope everybody's having some good dinner tonight. No matter who's making it, but it is National Men Make Dinner Day. It's also National Housewives Day. So y'all figure that out however oh, wow. you want. Uh, maybe you agree on sandwiches since it's National Sandwich Day. All right, that's why November 3rd matters to us. Up next, stems and seeds, including who's not. Not playing for the Texans tonight, and the reason we all kind of know why. It's the horn. All right, I was listening there. Contest clues. Jermaine Dupree. <laughs> Is it Jermaine Dupree? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Jermaine right. Dupree. Yeah, he produced the song. See? It's a so-so deaf label I, song. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad at all. I never thought that the 
the propensity sometimes of rap and hip-hop artists to tell you who they are in the songs would help me out so much. Oh, yeah. They'll but let so- you know. Sometimes they're letting you know. Yeah. Snoop Dogg especially. He likes to tell you and spell and yeah, yeah just let you know in all yes, kinds of... Who was it you were talking about this week where you said the guy... Was it the Houston rapper you said that says Fifth Ward in every single verse he does? Oh, Willie D? <laughs> yes. Willie, yeah, yeah. Willie oh, yeah. D he gonna of the Ghetto the Boys, right? Of the Ghetto Boys, yeah, yeah. He gonna rap the ward. That's show. That's fantastic. All right, so Jermaine Dupree finishing it off today. We had a little TLC, White Zombie, Robert Palmer, Edison Lighthouse, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, even mixed in a Missy Elliott beat at the top of the 2 o'clock hour. That was nice as well. Uh, thanks to everybody who jumped in today. J.D. Lewis talking fantasy football uh, in the 12 o'clock hour. Jeff Howe talking Longhorns at 105, and Brian Jones making room for us uh, with his busy schedule uh, at 205 talking Longhorns. He's leaning towards K-State. He needs to see it from that defense before he picks Texas in a game like this. He thinks they're going to lose another true road game. He also is leaning towards Tennessee over Georgia, and he likes Bama over LSU. Man, I wish I could pick LSU to win that game. I'm going to root like hell for the Tigers, but I agree with Brian. I agree with you, Zay. I think Bama's going to be too much by the end of that game. Yeah, I don't think it's a night game either, is it? Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, it's, it's a night game? It's a six. Okay, it's six. Then. Well, the, yeah. at least the Tiger might be out, so at least LSU has that on their side, but... Yeah, I, I think Bama understands, especially with them being on the outside looking in on one of those four spots. I think they're not going to mess around. I think they're going to handle their business, and it might get ugly. Yeah, if you're looking for a special nighttime kick in college football, go see that one. I got to see a, either a 6 or 6.30 kick, A&M at LSU. Holy hell. Special That's environment. That's a special place. When they pack it, because now they got it up to right at 100,000, it's a crazy cool place. And let's hope they can find something against Bama. All right, Stems and Seeds. AV Consultations brings it to you, 255-8678 or avconsultations.com. Tonight it is uh, Philadelphia and Houston in the NFL and in Major League Baseball. How about this? Brandon Cooks will not play in the game. Uh, he's expected. They expected they were going to move him for the trade deadline, Zay, but they don't. He's got that $18 million in salary fully guaranteed next season, which is getting in the way of moving him, but he's out. He's, he was out for personal reasons Tuesday and Wednesday of this week. Does this mean Brandon Cooks is not going to play again for the Texans? I, I guess. He's being petty, I feel like, because he thought he was going to be a Cowboy last week, but Jerry's cheap-ass. Which, that $18 million, I wouldn't want to take that on either, Jerry. I don't right. think he's worth that. Because they could have kept Amari for 20 Yeah, exactly. And Amari, you can see what he's doing in Cleveland. He's way better than what Brandon Cooks yes. would have given you. So, I, I feel Gary for not – Jerry, I mean, for not doing that. Yeah, Brandon Cooks could be in the baby. Uh, that is tonight, 7-15, of course. Amazon Prime Video on your NFL games. Uh, a couple other NFL notes. Bradley Chubb signs an extension, five-year extension with the Dolphins. So he's in for six years, $119 million with the Dolphins. Hey, he's up there with Michael Parsons. He's up there with Miles Garrett and some of the best edge rush guys in the league. Miami, they ain't messing around. Pay the man. Now will be there for a long time in South Beach. And by the way, we talked about Kadarius Toney going to um, to the Chiefs and if that would work. Dude, Naheem Hines to Buffalo? We ain't talked about that one yet. That's dumb. That's going to yeah. work. Yeah, did yeah you, it should. Did you hear the first quote out of Josh Allen once he got there? <laughs> what did he say? Something to the effect of like, F this dude's fast. <laughs> or this dude's effing fast or something like that. Oh, good. That's what the rest of us want to hear. 
That's going to work. Yeah. Oh, I hate the idea of how much that's going to work. All right, Houston and Philly tonight in baseball as well. Is Justin Verlander going to get rid of his curse? He has never, ever won a World Series game as the starting pitcher. It's 0-6 or 0-7 now. Can he break the curse tonight? Don't give him none, Kate. Don't give him nothing. He doesn't deserve it yet. Maybe after tonight. And will Kate Upton and Mattress Mac get in a fight with (laughs) Phillies fans tonight? That's the other big question. Rod and Harge coming up from Terry Black's in Lockhart. A lot of great stuff tonight. All the football. Enjoy it all. Longhorn Weekly at 7 as well. We're back tomorrow for a Friday show. See ya!